What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Primetime Folk Show page. Hope everybody been doing good. I'm a little nervous. I ain't been live in, what, six weeks? Besides doing a raffle for my team, for the coaches. Other than that, I ain't been live. So, I'm going to give y'all time to get in. I know we got nationals going on, folks playing flag. You got what else going on? You got mini camps being held and all that good stuff. So I had to get comfortable in this chair because I was not comfortable in this motherfucker. But I think I'm all right now. Popeye, what up? Man. Y'all can hear me? Because I ain't trying to be talking and can't nobody hear me. My hair nappy, so I really got on the hat tonight. Cause oh no, can't see this underneath that top a mess. Candace, can you hear me? But uh, I'm gonna start the show off by you know letting everybody know. Most people know why I've been out and why I haven't been live, especially if you follow me on Facebook and if you follow my my main IG page. Uh, I had double mastectomy surgery. <laughs> So this is gone. Uh, I had it for health reasons. And for all of my female ballers out there, even if you don't play football, just women in general, if you're not getting testing done, you're not getting uh, your breast exam, make sure you're doing it. Uh, because in case something does come up on the imaging, you, you want to catch it early. Lucky for me, though, I did not have breast cancer. Uh, but it runs in my family. Uh, my mom had breast cancer. Uh, her sister, which is my aunt, try not to get emotional, uh, had breast cancer, and she passed from breast cancer. Um, uh, mom's sister on her dad's side also had breast cancer. I got aunts on my dad's side that had it. So, when genetic testing came back up to me, I decided to get it done. And once I got my results back, it showed that I was high risk and that I had the genes slash mutation uh, for breast cancer. Again, though, I didn't have it, but I had the gene and I was very high risk. So it was either, you know, get MRIs and stuff like that every six months. And like, I'm a worry, a worry. I worries a lot. So for shit, since my mom really passed, I, even though she didn't pass from that, she had it. I always thought about, you know, what if I get it? What if I get it? So it was like, all right, now that I know I got the gene, I'm high risk. Uh, do I do the MRIs every six months and worry about the shit? Or do I just, you know, do option B? Uh, get them removed and, you know, I still get tested. Well, my doctor still go in feel it and this and that to make sure he don't feel anything and it decreases my chances so i decided to go that route had surgery november 30th um three hours probably was three three and a half hour surgery uh, my stay in the hospital night was shitty because i had a nurse that was fucking horrible but since then i've been recovering uh it's a process you know 
when I was younger and I had knee surgery, I kind of forced the issue and almost set myself back my senior year. So with this, because every time I – well, when I first met my doctor, he's an Auburn football player. He always was like, when does your season start? Because he's in love with the fact I play football. So I was like, April. He's like, you'll be ready by April. So right now I'm just really waiting on my stitches to uh, fully dissolve before I can do whatever else I can try to do. Like, I can't uh, – the weights can't lift nothing heavier than 15 pounds so it's still a process can't just this is probably the farthest i can lift my arm right now so i can't go in the air completely but like i said i'm embracing the recovery process is slow because i'm used to just doing what i want to do when i want to do it but i'm glad i made the decision i did uh hopefully uh by me being so open with everything like i said i've been open from the jump on Facebook, hopefully it helps somebody else out. And that was the only reason why I put all of this out, was to help somebody one day, reach somebody that's going through the same that I'm going through or whatnot. So, and then, like, the mental aspect of it, whew, man, the mental aspect is even tougher because I ain't gonna lie, the um, first couple of weeks, I had to have somebody come over and take my little wrap off and bathe me up here. And one day, once the uh, gauze pads came off, <laughs> I got to see. And I don't know, for some reason, fucking got lightheaded, start sweating, threw up, almost passed out. Luckily, she was here, uh, <laughs> you know. Because if my hunger weren't here, no, I probably would pass the fuck out. Well, I wouldn't have took it off because I wouldn't have been able to put it back on. But if she wasn't here, I probably would have passed out. So the mental aspect has been tough. Uh, what I've learned, I learned, I already knew I played in the best league, women's football league there was. But I really love the, the WNFC, man, and the love I received from coaches, man, owners. Like, as soon as I got out of surgery, I had text messages from people, you know, with asking me how I was doing and wishing me well. So I appreciate that. But one thing I also learned, <laughs> I learned who was really there for me and who wasn't. And I learned some people is only there for you because of what you can do for them. Because it was people that I thought would reach out and this and that that never reached out and has not reached out the entire time I've been recovering from surgery. So that was kind of real eye-opening. You know what I'm saying? I always tell people, even with employees employers and even with sports they care what you can do for them they don't care about the person so uh not saying <laughs> my folks say check on me like that <laughs> but i'm just saying in general man folks don't care about you like you think and that's why you should treat everything accordingly so like i said i'm doing good process good and all of that so Hey, and like I said, before I got on, I know a lot of people at Nationals, they wind it down from all of that and got other stuff going on, so they'll watch it whenever uh, they can. I appreciate everybody who uh been sticking with me and, and been patient because I had no idea when I would go back live. I honestly thought I'd be able to go back live at the end of December, right on the back, but I wasn't there tonight. I damn it didn't push the button, but this ain't is. This side is better than this side, so. But I want to touch on nationals that's going down in Orlando. You got Tampa too, but 
I'm touching on Orlando because that's the one I play on. Play in. I'm mad because I'm not there. <sighs> I'm sick. Man, because I turned up last year at Nationals. I was hoping to be back to do the same. But uh, give y'all some scores. Let's see. Because uh, I think the favorites is probably Elite, uh, A&B Connection, and Next Level. DC Bad Girls, they didn't have a nice little day-to-day, uh, -to -day too. But I know some folks got their ass whooped today, too. Whoo, shit. Tigers, they got their ass smacked twice. But I know Elite beat the Lady Tigers 24-0. Most Wanted beat, uh, beat, it, beat Capital Punishment 14-12. Next level beat, if you know, you know, 32-0. This D1. And DC Bad Girls beat the Rebels 20-6. That was shocking to me. And A&B. Connection B Carolina United 22-0. Rebels and Capital Punishment tied 6-6. And B Connection beat the fuck out of Atlanta Lady Tigers 34-0. Ladies of New Era won 6-0 against Carolina United. And DC Bad Girls lost to Next Level 8-0. I know some people on pretty much DC, well, DC Bad Girls, Next Level, uh, A and B, uh, Elite. And then when you go to D2, you got my team, the St. Louis Wolfpack. And then you got teammates play for AOA. So, that's who I'm rooting for. But on this side, you got Stallions lost to the Vixen, 8-0. Diamonds lost to the Alter Eagles, 7-6. AOA beat Wolfpack, 6-0. LOC beat 9-1-9. Chaos, 14-0. AOA beat Gridiron Gang, 25-0. And we'll pack in Bush Heavy finish on the top 8-8. So I'm looking forward to the games tomorrow. Should be a, a good day. Oh, and Rubber X beat Night. I see Nightmares 6-0. Also, Egos beat Stallion 7-6. So it should be a good day. A football tomorrow. Because tomorrow, you got to do what you got to do to see if you try to get in. Especially the teams that hadn't won the game. Or this 1-1. Uh, one one. Like, you want to secure your spot. You want to make it to Sunday. You don't want to go all the way down to Nationals and not make it to Sunday. Like I said, I got... I got Elite winning it all. Won't be shocked of next level and the A and B connection get them around for their money. But honestly, I don't see nobody beating Elite. But next level, the old black we got some of the used to be the old black mamas and got more players. They should be legit too. Then you got Apoc slash Bama to go. So we'll see how uh, D one turn out. D two man, my squad don't win. Of course, I'm rooting for AOA. I ain't rooting for nobody else after that. It's either them or nobody else. So. Hopefully, uh, one of them can bring the trophy uh, back to Georgia or Alabama. So, yeah. But let's talk about some of these off-season signings. Well, off-season in general, I've been seeing teams starting to get back together and get back in the groove of things. I love to see it. Because sometimes you can start tackle back too early. Like, I feel if you don't get a break from that shit, mentally – you eventually get tired of it. Like, you really have to step away. Just like a job sometimes. You need mental breaks. You got to step away from it. But, like I said, it's been a lot of good signs, a lot of good teams. I honestly, I love what the Mambos have done, but I honestly think Kansas City may have had the best offseason just because of where they was. Like, they picked up a QB. They picked up running backs. They didn't pick up who else. I think they picked up a couple wide receivers, defensive players. Like, 
they gonna be nice next year and i hope nobody overlooks them because of course everybody's gonna look at us everybody's gonna look at houston and texas but kansas city is gonna be a force to be reckoned with and i love what they're building man because like when i first heard nashi was there months ago i was just like interesting so like i said houston building something special up over there and i love it can't wait to see it uh denver is denver has added some pieces too they're going to be nice, but uh, later on, before the season start, me and Shay, we're going to collab. We're going to do a lot together where we break down the teams from the uh, WMC. She's going to have half and I'm going to have. No problem, man. Y'all y'all going to make some noise this year, so I'm I'm looking forward to it, to watch it as a fan. Like I said, I, I get out. Some, I don't, when I do this, I don't do it as the player. I talk about everything as a fan, so I got to give props or props do. But, um... Uh, and said, so me and Shay, we're going to go live, I think. She said March 30th, if that's a Friday. I think we're supposed to go live March 30th, so we can break down all the teams and, and talk about it. So, And signing day was lit. There weren't too many surprises for signing day. Let me see. Nah, I honestly guessed one wrong. I thought somebody was going somewhere, but they didn't end up going back to their old team. So, AZ, that's what I'm talking about, but she ended up going back to Denver, which... I respect that. But uh, let's see. Oh, one that did show up inside that. I got to talk about them, y'all. Because the day Houston posted a video and they showed London. <laughs> Great player. Uh, but it wasn't a surprise that London went to Houston. Because most people knew. Because if you nosy like me, like it's the police in me. Uh, they did a fundraiser last year. And with the fundraiser, you had to select the player you was donating to, right? So here I go, like, let me go see, is there any surprise names on this list? See London on the, like, Christian, oh, interesting. I was like, okay, saw another name, I like, okay, I see y'all, but nah, they building something special over there, you know, Smitty, Kai. Yeah, Kyle and uh, Dash. Uh, love what they doing, what they got going on. A uh, lot of teams, man, trying to, to build things the right way, do it the right way. But uh, I also want to talk about, <sighs> hopefully we all get to a place one day where we are, where some teams are there and some teams aren't there, where some players now are choosing to go where they're going to be taken care of. <laughs> Can't blame them. Either you... You gonna choose trying to win the championship, or if somebody paying for me to to fly in, or paying for my gas, or paying for me to stay, um, I'm gonna go there. Fuck a championship, especially if I'm a traveling player. Like, why would I spend all this money out of my pocket when I can go somewhere and be taken care of? So you know that's gonna be a discussion. It's, it's the league say step your game up for a reason, and if you want to get certain players and you want to do stuff, you're going to have to step your game up to get them. Because like I said, me personally, you offering me this, you want to pay my way. I ain't got to spend no money like that or I ain't got to spend half the money I'm spending. I'm going to the team that's going to take care of me and I'm just going to be honest. So, I mean, like I said, some of y'all owners, and y'all got to step it up and bring your game, especially if you want to take it to another level. Like I tell people all the time, I always use Texas and Boston as examples because – Throughout the years, they have had consistent success. 
and you don't really hear too much outside of the organization, especially in them bad, but they've had continued success because, for one, they develop their players. They don't rush the development of their players. They make their players earn everything. And it's crazy how their older players are still dominating. And you got some teams that will rather push their older players away and are not developing their younger players. So that's crazy to me because I love it. Like, if you look at Texas and Boston and you look at the ages of most of their players, especially that's dominating, you like, wow. How are they able to still sustain this throughout over the years as long as they've been playing? But I guess it's the, the program and the workout and keeping their bodies right. But they do stuff the right way. And like I said, most teams should try to mold after them and to get their organizations where they are. But until then, you know, they're going to continue to dominate us. Hopefully this season is a little different. Uh, you find champions in both leagues, new champions in both leagues. So, But I got to uh, talk. Somebody want me to talk about coaches. <laughs> I have some good coaches. Uh, I honestly miss my DB coach. I ain't gonna lie, tell y'all like dope. But I have some. I have some good coaches. Uh, I love our our offensive coordinator. I call him the Nick Saban of semi pro because he does a good job putting his stuff together and, and getting the offense together and coming up with different plays. Uh, like we say, uh, but coaches. <sighs> I remember I put up a poll probably a month, a month ago, month and a half, and I asked what do we need more of in women's football, women coaches, women owners, and it was something else. And the majority was women coaches, which I agree. We're lacking women coaches in women's football, and we need more of it because some of the men, I don't care if you played football before. That doesn't mean you can be a coach. Because everybody that plays doesn't know how to coach. Everybody who coaches doesn't know how to play. So I, I, I get tired of hearing that sometimes. Like, well, I played and this and that. That don't mean shit. So I, I honestly would love to see more women coaches in women's football as well as, as I wish I still had the results of the polls. Majority of people that voted on the poll wanted more women coaches as well. So hopefully one day as the sport continues to grow, we can get more female coaches involved because, woo, and coaches, y'all got to stop getting involved for the wrong reasons. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you're getting in it to, to coach and develop women football and not getting in it for any other reasons because I hear all kinds of stories. I see stuff as well, but everybody holler compete or competition but you don't let your players compete like just like even with the free agency man we would be sitting here being naive but we thought motherfuckers weren't being promised spots to go to places it is what it is because i've heard it you know what i'm saying like i said i'm in to know about it a lot but you would be naive to think folks ain't going to places because they're getting promised stuff but like if you say compete let your players compete and may the best man win. Like, don't already come into a situation where you're judging your players and you're doing whatever the fuck you want to do. 
Like, no. Because then the morale of your team, once they see, well, my coach doing whatever he want to do, I'm going out there, I'm working my ass off, and he's still shitting on me, they're going to be like, fuck it. The morale of your team going to go down. So you got some coaches out there, y'all need to get your shit together because, like, favoritism. <laughs> and you won't let your players compete. Like, you can't build a championship team or even a good team if you're not letting your players do what they love to do, most I know pretty much 90% of players want to compete. They want to go out there and earn their shit. Let them. Like, you can't say, well, oh, this is my, my homie. Well, my bestie, so I'm going to shit on the next person. That ain't how it works. And if you're doing it and you're involved in it for women's football for the wrong reasons, you might need to reevaluate yourself. And, and, and go get into something else. Even with Lily, that's a problem with Lily too. Lily and women's football hurt the most from coaches because you have coaches in it for the wrong reason. And I hate it, especially for Lily. With us, we're adults, so we can kind of handle and take some stuff. But at the end of the day, you get to a breaking point where you like, I'm gonna do what's best for me, no matter how I may offend somebody or how. My teammates may take some. I'm making a decision that's going to be best for me. And I love when I see players make those decisions that's best for them. Because like I tell people all the time, just like with your job, that team is looking to replace you at any moment and won't get two fucks about you. So why not put yourself first? Like, owners, y'all got to step y'all games up too. Like, you shouldn't have certain owners that's going out their way doing certain stuff for their organizations, and then you have certain owners that's not doing shit for their teams. Like, we'll forever be where we at in women's football if owners don't step their game up. Like, there's no way in the hell we should have all these teams. Like, and you should have multiple teams in different states, and they got 20 players on the roster. That's not having women's football at all. Like, I think some of these owners and coaches need to get out their ass, their head out their ass, and put the pride to the side and say, "Hey, let's join forces. Let, let let's let's bring our teams together. Because then, guess what? You'll have the numbers. You'll probably have a better team. Because if you got twenty players and you ain't winning the damn game, how is that benefiting anybody? Clearly, you're not developing your players. So why not join forces versus having a hundred damn teams?" In the same state, it doesn't make sense. But hopefully one day we'll get there where people put their pride to the side and we can all come together. Because this is so much talent inside of states, but it's split up because everybody want to be that guy. They don't want to listen. Like, if you can't listen, then you shouldn't be involved in it because you're not helping evolve women's football. You're the reason why we're still where we at, but... Like I said, WNFC, I'm like, so I'm proud to be in it. I love what they're doing. Not saying that we have flaws too. I ain't gonna sit here and say WNFC is pitch perfect because they're not. But to be around, what, how long have they been around? About six, seven years. And they've made so much progress and it's done so much women's football. And I can see where one day that players will get paid. I think they're headed in the right direction. So, like I said, I'm proud to be in WMC, proud to play in WMC. But y'all got to y'all gotta start letting these, these players compete. Take your head out your ass. 
coach, if you're going to coach, be in it for the right reasons. Like, I, it's funny because some of y'all just be lying. I think y'all love to hear yourself like, you be like, wait, what? What you just say? But, man, like I said, I, I, I speak for those who don't want to speak because I don't care. I'm not going to get in trouble for speaking my mind. But, uh, yeah, hopefully one day we get more women coaches. And and we get overall coaches that's in it for the right reasons and, and it's not in it for the bad reasons. Because we got talent, man. We just got to to stay together, stay consistent, put the shit together. Uh, like I said, I'll probably be good in retirement, but I would love to see players get paid one day. So, But I wanted to get out here tonight. Of course, you might hear my dog in the background. She don't want no snack. But I hadn't been on here in six weeks since I had surgery. So I wanted to get on tonight. Like, so I know everybody at National, so I wasn't going to bring anybody on to interview because whoever I want, the person I wanted to interview shit at National. So I got some stuff coming up. Um, I still got some stuff because I never finished interviewing my, my players that don't play no more. So I got one coming on. I think the end of this month, like I said, me and Shay, we going live uh, March 30th if that's the Friday. Whatever the last Friday is in March. Right before the season, we're going live to discuss all of the teams. But I hope everybody been doing good. Uh, continue to watch, tune in. You want to come on? I don't have to invite nobody to come on here. You want to come on? Come on. But I'm about to go ahead and get off here because I'm sweating. It's hot. I'm glad my hat stayed down. But I wish everybody a good, successful season. That Central Division is going to be hell. It's a five-man race, literally. Like, it ain't going to be no 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 game where you can fuck up and say, I ain't going to bring my A game. You don't bring your A game in the Central Division. And if you lose two games, you might not make it to the playoffs. It's just simple. But... Uh, I can't wait. It's going to be exciting to watch because everybody upgraded in some form of fashion. Mississippi brought in folks. Like I said, KC to me, they had the best offseason because of where they was and what they brought in. Denver brought in some players, brought back some old players. So they should be successful. Of course, Texas is going to be Texas. Texas know everybody coming for them. They don't give a damn. They still going to be them. They ain't going to talk no shit. They going to just show up to the field. So, yeah, them, they'll leave anybody out. Oh, Houston. Houston going to bring it because of what they added. So, it's going to be exciting. And then you got Vegas. You know, they got AG. That was a damn good pickup. I was not expecting that one. Hell, I was recruiting AG. <laughs> I slid in the inbox like, hey, what you going to do? You know, come visit the Silk. Then, ah, uh, ah, uh, while I'm thinking about it, shout out to Kim, man. I'm excited to see what she going to do in Philly. I know what she been through. Uh, hopefully one day she'll come, up here come on here and tell her story because I know Kim ain't afraid to talk. So, I'm excited to see how she's going to turn Philly off and stuff. And let me see who else was a, a good a, a, a signing that kind of threw me off. I don't think it's nobody else. Let's see. I think Atlanta's still going to be nice, too. 
Because we don't know what they got. That, that's the scary part. So I think they're going to be pretty nice. I did see a couple of new faces. Saw somebody I knew that signed with them. So it's going to be exciting to watch them too. And like I say, over in the WFA, I'll talk about them more. Of course, Boston going to be Boston. Um, Bama going to be Bama. Pittsburgh lost some pieces, so that'll be interesting to see what they're going to do. But it's going to be interesting to see New York in D1. I hate they had to move up to D1 because I know their roster size was not as large. But them some dogs over there, so they're going to bring it. I'm not talking about D3 like that. It's too many teams. Uh, but that pro, everybody should be coming at Boston like they coming at Texas neck over here. Like I said, I'm not going to be on here all night. I just came to make an appearance to let y'all know I'm still here. I just was out because I had surgery. Uh, like I said, it's been a process. Uh, I really was never in pain like that. Probably in pain first couple of days after that, unless I try to do too much. I'm not in pain. I just have to sleep on my back. But I'm looking forward to, to just being a fan. And I'm tired of this question because I don't know where everybody gets this from. People be in my inbox. It's like, are you playing football this season? Yes, I am playing football this season. So, like I told my owner uh, yesterday, last night, I'm going to try to run, start running. Give me some cardio in, start next week. Because, like, my occupational therapist told me, she said, you can do whatever you want with your legs. I'm just limited at what I can do with my, my hands and my arms. So, give me some cardio in. Because before surgery, I was probably in the best shape of my life. And now, I ain't worked out in what. Two months, almost. I'm probably going to fall the fuck out when I do work out. But, like I said, I'm excited. Uh, slow grind. I might not be where I want to be at the beginning of the season. But, I'm going to get to where I want to be before that motherfucker over with. So, I'm excited to be on this journey with my teammates. Uh, one thing about me, I never put me first. I always do what's best for the team. So, I don't care about stats or none of this shit. All I want to do is win. So this season's gonna be a good one. I'm excited to to keep bonding with my, my my new teammates as well as my old teammates. And I wish I was in Orlando with someone right now because I haven't been in Orlando. This probably wouldn't have happened. Or well, I'd have just been live with all of my teammates. But like I said, coaches and owners, y'all tell the players to step your game up. You know, y'all need to y'all need to step your game up. Because it's a lot of y'all that's, that's lacking. And, and I don't think y'all know the real reason y'all are involved in women's football. I think you need to look yourselves in the mirror, some of y'all, and reevaluate and say, why am I in this? And if you can't come up with the right answer, then you need to step away and say, let me get out of this because I'm not. I'm in, I'm in here for other reasons. And it's hurting the game. You're hurting the development of your players. So... That's, that's, I'm done talking about that. But like I said, I hope everybody have a nice night. Hope y'all enjoyed the show. Hope me being open about what I've been through helps somebody. Uh, and if anybody's going through it, uh, what I just went through, because I know I got to got to talk to somebody that had top surgery. And I, almost, I need y'all to stop trying to compare. Double vasectomy. Top surgery and a fucking breast reduction. Because a breast reduction is nowhere near what the hell we just went through. Like, it is not the same. No. Like, I hate when people do that. Be like, well, I did this. No, I had this. So, 
We didn't have the same surgery, boo boo. You just got little some little tissues removed, and that's it to make that shit smaller. It's not the same. Stop comparing. Let's just talk about how how you got through it. But nah, uh, like I said, I wish everybody well. Step your game up. You got to step your game up all season. I'm looking forward to the games. I'm looking forward to talking about them. I'm looking forward to bringing some new faces on here. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to some stuff that's coming up. I'm excited about that. Uh, but like I said, you ever want to come on? I don't have to invite you. Just let me know. Shoot me a message. Any topics you ever want me to discuss? Y'all know I don't mind getting on here talking. I say whatever comes to my mind. But I love everybody. I wish everybody, especially out there in Orlando and Tampa, man, y'all be safe. Uh, hopefully it's injury-free. Go out there and ball. Y'all go bring some championships back, especially my teammates. Uh, oh, I'm proud I have to stand up to, to do this. Let's see.